<laughs> what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Perfectly Blended Podcast, Season 5, Episode 21. Today, we're going to get controversial, which is always fun on our podcast. Anyway, so today's title is going to be How Girls and Guy Night Out Can Actually Damage Your Marriage. And that's coming up right now. so much for joining us on the perfectly blended podcast this podcast is for blended families for couples that want to strengthen their marriage and want a brighter future perfectly blended exists to break the stigma of divorce drop the shame and guilt holding you back and equip marriages to thrive instead of just survive we believe all that is possible in this life is based on the power of jesus christ and his ability to restore us fully let's dive in what is up, everybody? Welcome to today's show. It's funny, Christy and I were just talking, and we're like, it doesn't feel like today's Tuesday because yesterday was the 4th of July on a yeah. Monday. And so it really kind of throwing everything off because it's been an extended weekend feel. And so it's like- I keep thinking today's Monday. Yeah, trying to get your bearings about everything. So before we jump in today, other than today being a Monday to you in your mind, what else is going on, babe? Well, I hope everybody had a really good 4th of July. We- uh, had my nieces spend the night Saturday night, and that is always interesting to have kids in the house again, 11 year old and a five year old, the 11 year old, you know, little girl. I mean, she's much easier than the five year old, the five year old. It's like, after you don't have kids for a while, you know, our youngest is 18 having your five year old, like running around just randomly, like, ah, ah like around the house and just like, why? And what's that? Like, it takes some getting used to. Yeah. You know, when you're a parent of young kids, it's kind of like you grow <clears throat> this really thick skin. And then you don't have it for a while. You, like, forget and you become soft. And then these <laughs> and then these little toddler, this toddler comes around and you're just like, how did I ever deal with this? <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's actually worked out well because I actually deal better with that than Christy does on that level. Like yeah. that doesn't really bother me. Like Christy's all about the baby age. Yeah. Like she loves babies, right? And I love my babies and I love my grandchildren, right? Babies. Like that's about the extent of me liking babies. Anything beyond that, I'm just like, that's not my thing, right? So, but like loud little kids like yeah he loves it's, fine. It. it's fine with me right that's playful yeah. that's fun it's all them things so it's it's really cool how like god has really kind of transitioned our life in all these different ways uh you know for me being the stay-at-home dad for all the years and stuff so it's just it worked out really really well and uh so yeah that keeps it's kind of draining it can be draining though it is and yeah. this year was a little bit different for us so we went to we always go to frankenmuth on july 3rd because they do fireworks there so our family about mm -hmm. six years ago started celebrating the fourth of july on july 3rd and we stay for fireworks and all of that and then i don't have to get up early the next day because i have fourth of july off well this year we didn't stay for the fireworks portion and it actually just felt wrong <laughs> to do yeah. um now the next day waking up you know, I feel better, but it's because we took our little baby Stella with us and which is a dog. If you don't know us. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't know she's only six months old and we didn't know how she would react to the fireworks. Cause in Frankenmuth, you're like right underneath them. I mean, I'm talking you are. like, you need to lay down to fire, watch them. <laughs> some fire pieces sometimes can fall on your head. 
Like it's, you are right there. So yeah. we didn't know how she would react. And I didn't want to take that chance of her being so young and traumatizing her from it. So then her not being able to do it next year. So yeah. we do plan on staying next year, taking her, but staying. So, yeah. So I was actually talking to one of the, one of the pastors from our church. Cause we always go to our church family. One of the pastors at, was at the church today recording some video. And I was talking to him about it. And he was just like, man, I love the fireworks here because we're so close. And I'm like, we do too. And I'm like, next year we'll stay for them. We actually like being there for yeah. them. But with our dog, we just weren't too sure, you know, yeah. with that. So it was kind of interesting, I think. So we also want to let you know a few different things. Number one, if you're on right now and you haven't had an opportunity yet, please share this episode. If you're on Facebook, if you are on YouTube, maybe you could like and subscribe. Make sure that uh, you hit the bell notification. All that really does just let you know when we upload something new. Okay, kind of keeps you updated. Now, if you're on audio, it downloads all your information and we steal your ID. <laughs> That's right. It's like a I'm kidding. <laughs> it's YouTube pickpocketer. <laughs> so, but if you are on audio, please do us a favor. And if you go, if you have podcasts or if you're available to get to Apple Podcasts, go on and rate and review us. We really would appreciate that. It does help us. Uh, get a little more reach if you do that. So wow, babe. we, we yeah. like your honesty. He normally doesn't say that if this is the first episode that you're listening to. Yeah. Yeah. I need to start saying it more often. Special requests. We just get on and we just do our thing. But, you know, it's they, it's really important, though, that we let you know, like we have a diff, all different channels that we have we our podcast available on. We have it on video and audio. So nonetheless, we want to let you know I'm going to take down this really cool thing. Boom, she's gone. Okay, so today we're gonna kind of jump right in, right? So we know that this is a controversial topic. Like, we understand. And so we really wanna kind of dive into it. It's, it's not controversial the, for the bad relationships. Yeah, bad, poor, bad people have not good relationships. But it is controversial <laughs> because some people will say, oh, it's fine, that's not bad for my relationship. Okay, we're gonna talk about that, right? We, we will get into that. But we really wanna talk about the meat and the potatoes yeah. of the reality of girls nights out and guys nights out that in your marriage, how it can really truly impact your, your marriage in a negative way. So do you think you want to talk about that before we jump right in? Well, and we say this all the time because we are part of a blended family, but blended families are already hard enough. <laughs> so you yeah. should be doing things to strengthen your relationship and not maybe possibly start to put cracks, not necessarily break trust, but put cracks in the foundation or mm. the trust of your relationship. That's true because like she's saying, we are already, when we leave a relationship or we come into a marriage that's someone's already been married before or had previous long-term relationships and children and all these things, trust is already something hard for us. It's something that we have to build on. And, and so this is kind of one of the things that does make it a little difficult, mm -hmm. especially for blended families. So mm -hmm. diving in, right? We're just gonna jump right into it. So the first thing we wanna talk about is is doing this really, truly prioritizing your spouse. I like that. Prioritize your spouse. I like that. It's like it almost, good. it almost rhymes. It's, does it? Prioritize your spouse. <laughs> I don't see it. My ears don't hear that. Prior spouse. <laughs> no. You're on here. Tell us how that rhymes. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. It just sounds like it goes together. But one of the hard things, and we can only speak about our relationship, right? So... One of the hard things of being in a blended family already is placing your spouse and prioritizing your spouse above your children. That's very hard enough. So you already have things that are pulling at your relationship. So you really need to prioritize your spouse above a girl's night out. In my instance, it would be a girl's night out because I'm a girl. So, but it needs to be, you know, if you start... <laughs> 
<laughs> Made me think twice. Yeah. <laughs> me too, Tracy. Me too. If you start and say, <clears throat> well, this is something I want to do. I should be able to do this. I'm grown and all of those things. It's actually, that's more of a selfish mindset than a selfless mindset. And so you want to make sure that you're putting your spouse first above all else. Talk about it, how comfortable they are with it. Where are you going to be going? Things like that. I mean, I think that's important. A lot of people will say, well, I don't need to ask permission. I'm grown. Well, it's not, it's a respect thing. It's, and it's a trust thing. It's not, it's not, has to anything to do with asking permission. It has to do with being together and making a decision together and talking about it. Yeah. And I think it's really important that we look at this from the angle of when we talk about prioritizing our spouse. Okay. It's easy for me as a guy to say that I'm going to go hunting, fishing, I'm going to go golfing, I'm going to go yeah. to car shows. I'm going to do all these things with my buddies, right? Because we have all these core things in common. And it's really simple for us to do that. And we can say that, you know, oh, I just do these things with my friends because these are, they get along and they get me and they understand that. But in all reality, how good do you have that type of relationship with your spouse? Do you guys have a common hobby that you guys do together that helps build intimacy, that builds deep levels of trust and bonding between you and your spouse? Are you prioritizing that? Most relationships, at least ones that we've seen that struggle, we've noticed that people, they don't do that, right? Women go yeah. do their own thing. Instantly, when you get to a social event, the women go one direction, the men go another direction, right? It's like, oh, finally, you know, I'm here with my boys. I can talk like my, with my boys, you know, the way that I want to. And we're not saying that there's a problem with that. But what we are saying right. is that are you prioritizing that above your spouse? Are you putting those types of things above your spouse? Or are you saying to myself, to yourself, wait, do I have or do or like doing any of these things with my spouse? Do I have any of those things that I desire to do? And if not, then that's a deeper issue. You need to work on that. You need to get with your spouse and say, hey, we need to do some stuff together. Like we need to find some something core together that we enjoy each other with. And that to me is prioritizing your spouse over their friends, over your friends. Yeah, because no one's saying that you can't do those things. Like right. I go to breakfast with girlfriends and, you know, so we can chit chat, mentor each other. You know, we do pray before our conversation, ask God to be in our words that we're speaking and all of those things. So it's not, we're not gossiping or venting or that we're uplifting one another, giving each other wisdom and advice, all of those things. No one's saying you can't do those things, right. but do you have things that you do with your spouse too? Or are you and your spouse basically just roommates? True. And you're together Monday through Friday. You both work. You come home, whatever. So one sits down and watches TV. The other one's on their phone aimlessly scrolling. You guys haven't looked each other in the eyes. You may have forgotten what color eyes each other has. And then Friday night comes and it's like, oh, I'm going out with, you know, Joe, Josh, and John, you know, and I'm going out with Sally Smith and, you know, Deborah. <laughs> you know, all of these things. And you don't communicate about any of that stuff. That's not putting your spouse first. That's living with a roommate, going and doing what you want to do and hoping for the best that you guys will not eventually get divorced or rock the boat too much. Well, I mean, and then we understand as a guy, right? We understand why our wives don't want to be intimate with us because we're not ooh. pouring into them. We're not, we're not creating the, these types of deep level bonds. And that's a prioritization. It really honestly is like, a lot of people, and I understand it, like I, I get it, right? We go and we work 60 hours a week, right? And then we have kids we have to deal with. We're doing sports and all Not these things. Not have to deal with, we get to deal with. We, we, okay. So, right. <laughs> right. But that's not how we feel sometimes, right? We feel like we're grinding this out. And then all I want to do, 
All I want to do on the weekend is just go relax and hang out with my buddies because it's effortless, right? It doesn't, it doesn't take any energy to do that. Well, the wonderful thing about marriage is that if you pour into your marriage in the beginning, if you prioritize your spouse in the beginning, that becomes not work. It becomes effortless as time goes on. And the problem is, is it's like we want like this intimacy with our spouse. We want them to to be at our beck and call. Sex. And intimate, okay. In <laughs> sexual moments, right? As a man, like, you know, we have feed me and get oh in my, my bed. Oh my goodness, okay. <laughs> pull it back. So, but that's my point though, right? And then men, men want these things, but at the same time, we're not prioritizing our spouse and saying, hey, I care about the things you care about and let's do these things together you know, these wonderful things outside of those areas that men just want. Instead, we're just like, no, we're going to grunt. And these are the things that we want. And I've earned it. I deserve it. And I want to go hang out with my buddies. One of the best things is not in, true. In, the mom, in the movie, The Breakup. Okay. <laughs> and she comes and she's just like. Jennifer oh, Aniston. Yeah. <laughs> All I want you to do is do the dishes with me. You know, 10, 15 minutes tops will be done and then I can relax. And he's like, all I want to do is come home after working all day long and be left the crab alone. You know, and she's like, wow, because men and women are different. Like she wouldn't be able to sit and relax for two or three hours and then get up and go do the dishes because she'd be thinking about the dishes the whole time. Yeah. She wanted him to get up then do the dishes and they both could sit down and relax at the same time. Yeah. So if you haven't seen that movie, you should watch that movie because it's it very, funny. it's funny, but it's like, so True. like, yeah, that fight scene with them, you know, with the lemons and everything. It's, I'm like, yes, I get you, Jennifer. <laughs> I get you. <laughs> and I get her because I understand Christy on that level. You know, it's not that our spouses don't want us to go and have some fun with our friends. Right. It's not that. Right. If they feel like we have prioritized them, they're more than happy to say, hey, you value me and I know that you do. And this is something you enjoy going and doing every once in a while, which we'll get to in a minute. You know, I want you to go do that. Instead, we feel like, oh, I just never get to do what I want to do. No, you probably always do what you want to do to a certain degree. That's true. And instead, you're just you're just putting your spouse on the back burner. This is not adding value to your relationship. Our whole goal, right, should be to take our relationship just to the next level. Now, we could all cruise through it, right? We could all have that relationship where by 30 years old, you have two separate rooms that you're just making it work, right? You guys have separate bank accounts. You're paying bills separately. Like, you're just living under the same roof. That is not a happy marriage. That is not what God has intended for us. It's not. Instead, we need to do the things that are hard in the beginning so we can enjoy the fruit later. I would, though, ask the question is if this is difficult for you, how much you're putting God first in your life? Because if you're putting God first and praying for wisdom, you'll be convicted because on earth, the most important relationship that God wants you to have and will convict you to have is your marriage. Mm -hmm. So if you're putting God first, prioritizing your spouse will come easier to you because God will soften your heart and put you through things that will open your eyes to make you realize how much you're maybe devaluing your spouse and or maybe places that you've stopped serving your spouse. Cause that's where relationships, this is all about serving one another, mm -hmm. right? Like I'm not just here to serve him and he's not here just to serve me, but it's an Epsom flows together. 
of this team. Yeah, and it's I think it should go without saying, like, this is a Christian podcast, right? So when we say girls night out, guys night out, we're not saying guys go out and hang out in bars with your buddies to go <laughs> drink, Sorry, yeah, we get drunk, and, like, that. go hang out and, like, hit on chicks, right? Or girls, you shouldn't be going and doing the same thing. Going out and having martinis, right, or sipping it out of a wine glass. And we're not going to go down the alcohol thing, yeah, but no. getting drunk, right, and then going and having, you know, these unhealthy conversations with the opposite sex. We're not even going there with this. No, like, that's an know. absolute no-fly zone. But when we talk about girls' nights out, guys' nights out, we're just talking about spending time on, like, an evening, right, a Friday, a Saturday, a Sunday, those types of things with the opposite sex, and you haven't pri prioritized your relationship first before right. doing that. Right. Okay, so that's number one. Number two. Number two is, let's just talk about frequency. Right. And we kind of like tipped our toe into this one already, but how frequently are you making time for your friends to go out and hang out with them and all of those things? When's the last time you did that with your spouse? You know, and it's also too like for self-reflection, how frequently or how much time and energy do you put into women? I'm going to speak to women to when you do go out with your friends, like, do you put makeup on? Do you do your hair? Uh, I don't know if you do or not. I mean, some women don't, some women do, but how much thought are you putting into where you ladies are going to go? Who's going to come? And you think about all of these things. Are you doing that with your spouse? Like when you guys are getting ready, if you are not having date nights, plan a date night, are you dialing yourself up a little bit, you know, and putting like lots of thought, like, are you thinking about it all day long leading up to the night of a lot of times that women are texting each other like, Oh, I'm so excited to go out. And everyone's talking about it. Are you showing that much enthusiasm to your spouse? Are mm. you that excited, mm. you know, to go out with your spouse? So the frequency girls can go out every Friday night with one another out to dinner. We could go to bingo. We could go shopping. It doesn't matter what we do. And we would be excited every single Friday night that we would all get to go and tell each other about our weeks and all of those things. But are we, I don't care. You live with your spouse. You guys aren't talking on that level every single day. Absolutely you're, true. You're not. If maybe not even close to that. That's what I mean. Not even so close. it's like, are you getting excited to go out and talk to one another? Josh and I have talked about it on many occasions. If the frequency of your girls night out or guys night out exceeds your frequency that you're spending alone, intentional time mm, mm, mm. planned with your spouse, there is a serious problem yeah. or a potential problem. And that's what you want to prevent. You want to prevent cracks or just in the in the foundation of your relationship. How often do you and I spend girls night and guys night out? Once a year. Maybe once. Maybe once a year, right? And typically I go out to breakfast. I was gonna say that's different, right? So that's so let's just say and I was gonna that's why I was saying this, okay. right? So instead, what we've done is usually we'll say once a month. I would say probably yeah. on average once a month. Christy goes and has breakfast with another lady from the church, right? Some other lady, some ladies, maybe sometimes a couple ladies and stuff. They go out to the church. Now, I preface that frequency on this. She is not replacing uh, or over replacing intimate time or special one on one time with me. Right. So if that morning is special and it's been designed for, for time for just us, she does not do that. She marks it off in the calendar. Right. So we do not take away time from ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right. Special time from ourselves because of this frequency. Now, I, I caution you on this nights away from each other. 
right? Christy and I do not do nights away from each other. Overnights. Overnights at all. Like that's just something that we've decided on. The only reason that we would do it is if it's work related. Right. So I am on staff at the church. So we have, you know, we do a staff staff retreat. staff retreat once a year. Right. Christy, not even once a year has to go away overnight for work. I mean, she's only done it probably less than a handful of times in the last 11 years. Like No, a job a couple of times. A few times. Two times ago, I had to go more frequently. to, But like my last job, the conferences and stuff, they paid for him to go with me. And I've been right. And so I went yeah. and we made those arrangements and I went with her. Which is great. Yeah, which is which was we did that intentional because we do not choose to have nights that we spend completely away. So mm-hmm. we talk about frequency. You have to be and our third point really builds into this one, which we'll get to in a minute. But you have to understand the frequency is something that you have to gauge based off y- your relationship and making sure that you're going back to number one and prioritizing and then saying, okay, as this frequency that I'm doing with my friends, is it overstepping what I'm doing with my spouse? I love that you said that because it's true. Mm-hmm. Are we valuing our relationship first? Are we, is the frequency that we're spending time with our spouse first? And that's hard. It's hard. But also when she goes and she, she goes, she's gone for maybe an hour when she goes, and this isn't like a girl's night, guy's night out. It's a breakfast time. And I'm usually mm-hmm. sleeping anyway, or close to it, right? In the morning. Yeah. So, so yeah. So frequency, right? So how often are you doing it? That's then, why I found breakfast just worked better. Yeah, because it was, and even when I bring up now, real quick, even if I bring up like, she's like, I really don't, we just, we just have a lot going on right now. Like, you know, I don't know when I'm going to fit this in. I'm like, just do a dinner. And she's just super hesitant on doing that. Super hesitant, right? Because dinner time is with us. It's with me. Yeah. It's with our family. And it's like, she doesn't want to sacrifice that time to do that. And I'm telling you, that's not for everybody. I understand that. But that is how you should look at your relationship. You should value it that much. It's super important. Well, and really quick before you switch it. No, you can switch it because this is going to roll into that. All right, Go ahead. So let's Thank just do you. it. So the third point is you really have to des- decide and be honest with yourself about the strength of your marriage. Strength of your marriage. So, yes, if you, some people are like, my husband and I each go out every single week separately with our friends and we're just fine. And so that's, that's great if that works for your relationship. Josh and I had each been married previously. And so we experienced, you know, going out with, he had guys nights out. She had girls nights out. My ex and I, similar things. That's what we did. It wasn't that big a deal. We didn't think it was that big a deal. The issue is that you have to think about is the strength of your marriage overall in totality of life. And when you start to do small compromises like that and you really become apathetic and not like not having intentional time with one another and it starts to turn into you guys are just roommates kind of the strength of your marriage actually comes into play when life hits you. It's not if life will hit you. It's when life hits you. And don't you want to have the strongest marriage possible for when it does hit you Mm. and and it doesn't Mm. hit you one time. And then you're like, yeah, good. Glad that's over because we never have to deal with that again. That's not true. You have teens that start getting into things that they shouldn't be getting into. They're starting to become women or men and they want to, you know, they need guidance from both mom and dad or stepdad, stepmom, whichever you have things, financial things that come up. You have things with your friends come up. You have things that maybe drama in the church family. You have job things come up, lose a job, change a job, these financial things, all these different things that come up, friends, you know, all these different things come up. And it will affect, it'll rock your marriage. If you're not like this, 
if you, and I'm putting my hands together for those that are listening to this on audio, like clasping my hands together. If you're not like that and you're kind of just like this, as soon as friction starts to come in there, you guys bounce apart. And then that's what separates marriages. You have to be clasped together. You have to be hanging on to one another with God in the center. And you have to be honest with yourself about mm. that, about yeah, no, it's no big deal. Our relation, and if it, it if it truly is, if you do self reflection and you guys are rock solid, and no matter what, you know, a member of the opposite sex could come up in there and be like, "Hey, sweetheart, how you doing?" I can wine and dine you, and you would have your husband has nothing to worry about. You have not like no way. I am perfectly satisfied in my relationship. I am happy. You know, if uh, anything, then okay, you do you, right? I but, even I even worry about that because that's just a matter of getting wore down after time correct. too when you keep putting yourself back in that same situation. Yes. You know, you you think of strength of marriage and we think to ourselves, you know, if you look at people that are continuously are starting to go out more and more with their friends, you look at the the strength of their marriage, <clears throat> it's typically not good. It's usually weak or it, there is some cracks in there because you're trying to get away from your spouse. You're trying to find extra relationships, people that you can go and vent to most likely about your spouse, which is dangerous, or someone's just going to tell you what you want to hear, which is dangerous. You're, right. you're seeking out all these things, right? So which means you're just pushing and pulling away from your marriage and into more friendships, more girls nights out, more guys nights out, more right. times away yeah. instead of leaning into your relationship. So we're not saying there's a problem with girls' nights or guys' nights, but you have to be honest about the real strength yeah. of your relationship. And if your relationship is strong, it's most likely because you do not have very often have girls' nights and guys' nights out. And that's just the reality of it. That's just the truth of it. Well, and like we're saying, we're not saying that you can't do it. We do do it occasionally, you know, but you have to look at if you're prior, are you prioritizing your spouse regularly in your life? Are you prioritizing one another? The frequency compared to, I would actually visualize a scale like you guys' date nights compared to your girls and guys nights out, which one's heavier, which more weight is on what side of that scale and the strength that you want your marriage to be where it's currently at and where you want it to go. You know, Josh and I, I was talking to Josh the other day and I'm like, you know, we all talk about so much about raising the level of our careers, mm. raising the level of our individuality, like self-growth, our relationship with God. But you rarely hear people talking about raising the level of your marriage. Your marriage never is perfectly together at all times. You should be constantly trying to grow deeper together. You should be trying to grow deeper with God together. You should be trying to become better human beings together mm. and how you can elevate your marriage and really take it seriously on what that is about. Yeah, I think that's a big miss though. I think people feel as though marriage is just something that you do, right? You just get together like and we're married. Yeah, we're married, right? Yeah. We, we're married now, right? And these are the things that we're, so I have my jobs of chores and things that I'm supposed to do, my responsibilities within the home. And in a blended family, my kids, your right. kids. <laughs> right. And you feel like, okay, this is just how things are. Now let's just carry on. And that is such a catastrophe. That's why divorce rates, first marriage divorce rates, 50%. Second divorce rates, your second marriages, we're talking 60, 70 or higher percentages. Third marriages, forget about it right? Forget about it. It's almost impossible. And the reason why is because we don't people learn. are not pouring, right? They're not pouring into their marriage the way that God has intended us to do that. And it's not to go out and make extra friends, right? Extra friends are fantastic, but that is up and beyond how strong your marriage is. You know, Christy and I desire couples as friends, right? We desire that. 
We don't go look for individual friends uh, beyond each other, right. right? Because that just, that doesn't add value to our relationship. So we seek these things out with intentionality so we can do things together and still enjoy having friends. Now, we'll go, we've been on a cruise with friends before, right? Married couples before. And the girls may go do something and then come back and the guys will go do something. But we're talking out of a seven day cruise, it may be one or two two things out of all of that. It's not like they're going and doing their own day of events and then guys are going and doing their own day of events. We choose not to do that because we care deeply. Number one, we really like each other, mm -hmm. okay? And we enjoy being around each other, but we care deeply about the continued growth of our marriage, which is rare anymore. It's hard. It is hard. And we are truly best friends. But, and Josh mentioned earlier, like guys specifically that have, and I'm so, God loves me because I'm so grateful that he gave me a husband that doesn't, you know, want to go hunting and fishing and all of these things. I've been shot. so I'm but, <laughs> but I, it's, there's guys that want to go hunting. Like, you know, it's a big deal. They call it what? Widow's Weekend or yeah, something Yeah, because we like live that. in Michigan. Yeah, it's massively huge. Yeah, here. Widow's Weekend where the guys go. That's opening season November 15th, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. November 15th is opening season for, is it bow hunting? No, bow, um, no, bow hunting's earlier. Rifle that's rifle hunting. season. Rifle season. That's yeah. the biggest season. Bow mm -hmm. season is big. Rifle season is bigger. It's massive. So uh, there's guys that have this hobby or they have this fishing hobby. And that's great that they have this hobby that they like to go do. I hope that your wife has a hobby that she likes to go do that's not you, right? Like like she's not like, oh, my husband's gone now. I don't know what I'm going to do because I'm serving him all of the time. Yeah. But do you have a hobby that you guys like to do together that you're that passionate about? Maybe mm. your wife does like to go hunting. Okay. Which like, is awesome. Yeah, I think. That, I think that is awesome. Yeah. I know couples that they go hunting together or mm. fishing together or things like that. So it's kind of weird because Josh and I's hobby is like our marriage coaching and like we love it. It's not just well, a hobby. It's like our life. And, yeah, and our hobbies are weird for us because we just like to do all things together pretty much. I mean, we don't really... Like, okay, so yesterday the boys are come over and they're, the, our boys are come upstairs and oh, says, hey, yeah. Big Josh was to call me, which was hilarious because everybody's like a foot taller than me. But they're all like, Big Josh, you're like, hey, uh, we want to play spike ball. So if you don't know what spike ball is, make you need sure to you Google, Google it. it. Right? And that's something that I really Fun. enjoy and I have showed these boys this over the years. And so it's something we enjoy to do. Now, does Christy just sit inside and watch TV? No, she doesn't. Does she come out and play? She doesn't. She's got some back issues and stuff. Does she like to play? She does. But we go outside and she just sits on the porch and watches us play. Right. She's just like, she doesn't have a problem. Like, ugh, ugh. like it's not that right. And it's not like she's like, you know, doesn't have anything else to go do. She has plenty, plenty to do, but she enjoys watching me do things that I enjoy to do. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with her. Like, you know, when she goes on Sundays and stuff and she sings, like that's a passion of her, just something that she loves. She spends a lot of time working on that. Like, I love to be there and watch her be able to express herself in a way that she enjoys doing that. Mm. And that's supportive in our relationship. Yeah, I love Sup singing. Support, yeah, supporting each other's hobbies. And that's an easy thing to do. You can't be like, Ugh, I hate singing. I can't sing, people. Okay, it would be was I would love to be able to sing. I absolutely he cannot sing. He could sing if he got lessons. I would need a lot of lessons, okay? It is not something I'm good at. But the point is, that's okay that I'm not good at it, okay? It's not like I'm going to be jumping up and down to go into, to a concert, you know? But if my wife wanted to go, I would love to go. I don't care what the concert is. Like, I want to go because she wants to go, and I love seeing her be happy. Movies. That's the thing to do. Yeah, I don't know if that's so much of a, a that's hobby. That's a hobby. That is a hobby for me. 
Okay, I love <laughs> movies. I love watching movies all the time. Back to back to back, I could watch movies. That's and he rough. does. He does agree. That's rough. That's hard watch, for me to watch movies with the movie marathons. I can. I can usually do two movies. Okay, in a row. And other anything beyond that, I, I feel like I'm honestly gonna have a complete meltdown, freak out. Like I can only sit there for so long. Joking around, like really quick rabbit trail, but uh, we talk about all the time. I usually need, I actually do need at least a day a month where I can sit in yeah. classic cars. Yeah. Yes. Unless he does have classic cats. I don't know how old your cats are. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, he, maybe you could help him. Okay. Let's just be or honest. Or take pictures. Or, or that. He probably would really like it if you watched him work on his car, to be honest, from a guy's standpoint. Okay. That's cool, though, <laughs> classic cars. That is a hobby that it we is. don't think to mention because we yeah. have a couple people that we know that are huge into classic cars. That's church. an expensive hobby. Yeah, we do a classic car show. What's it called for the guys at church? We have like a Memorial Day car show, but yeah, they, no, everybody it's brings church. It's not. It's like every. It's like Labor Day and Memorial Day. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was more frequently. It shows how much I know. Used to be two times a year. Now it's down to one. So I uh, I really need a day a month where it recharges me and rejuvenates me. And in all reality, I probably get it once every six months. No. Yeah, I would say. I'm going to start tracking it in our calendar. Here it goes. So she can get on here and tell everybody that I was wrong. Oh. I think it's once every couple months probably, which is still not enough. It's not. usually I'm crashing and burning. Yeah, usually it's like, <laughs> oh, I'm doing this because <laughs> people are going to start getting stabbed in their eye sockets if I don't do this. But it's true. I don't cancel plans, people. Like if I have plans, yeah. I'm scheduled out Yeah, a couple months. She don't play. She doesn't play. I thought I was being a good way. Yeah. I'm not complaining about this time with the cars that's true it is nice but it's also nice to be involved in it you know and that's the thing or a different hobby they can do together right she doesn't or have suggest- to be involved in his she hobby. doesn't have to be no but they can ha- well I, okay no you don't have to be but i do think it's really important and healthy in a marriage to show interest in your spouse's hobbies right let them know especially for a man like men like most women i would say probably like don't care but a guy like i love when christy's interested in the things that i'm interested in right i don't have the stuff she's just like i really care less like i don't care about other stuff but if she shows interest in it it makes me feel respected right which we can talk about that for a whole other podcast yeah because he is very interested in like this stuff that he does for uh does for our podcast and he'll show me different graphics and stuff that he did and like he'll be like look at this one doesn't this one look so much better from the last one i showed you and i'm just like i don't see a difference (laughs) in it you know and he's like yeah look this one i created a shadow behind it or i did this i did that and i'm like yeah i try to be interested in those types of things because i'm just like i don't i don't I don't care. Is is Tracy goes, I can confirm you do, Christy. What? I think this is I think she means like if she doesn't get rushed, she's gonna stab someone in the eye socket. I'm just saying, I think that's what you mean by that. <laughs> I think so. I think that's funny because I'm putting it on the screen. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I think Tracy's saying that. Chocos, I had a classic cat once. Thing fired up and burned like a kitten. Oh my god. Oh, that's like super dad joke right there. It's amazing. Okay, Joe. But we are speaking of difference between male and Female doesn't no. change your plans. Doesn't change your plans. Oh, Touche. Yes. No. So true. Oh, if no. I tell somebody I'm going to do something, I'm do- like, I would have to be on my deathbed to change it. It's true. And I'm telling you, like, we had a family vacation planned once to go to Kentucky. And the morning of, I th- my, my back was out. 
There was no standing, sitting, nothing. And Josh is like, well, we're going to have to stay home. And I'm like, everyone's vacation is not getting canceled because of my back. <laughs> like, we're going. And then I went to the hospital in Kentucky after driving like 11 hours. So it's, I'm, I'm committed. I you, really you rabbit trail, do you know where you were going before that? No. Okay. <laughs> no. It is important though that we understand that girls nights and guys nights out. It's not that there's a problem with that, but. 90% of the time you need to be honest with yourself about the strength of your marriage before you tiptoe into that. Yeah. Okay. So the way that we listed these three, really you need to start with number three. Okay. Strength of your marriage. Is things between you strong enough to hold this? And then if that's the case, if that's truly honestly the case, you know, frequency, you should never do it too often anyway. You should not be spending more time with your friends than you do with your spouse. Intentional time. We don't, yeah. we don't talk just being in the same house, right? Or under the same roof as excuse me, as time together, right? And then you have to make sure that you're prioritizing your spouse, making sure that they understand that they are important. And we don't do that when we spend more time with our friends than we do our spouse. Well, and to me, it speaks more even about the, because you live together, you think that you cover everything. I get that a lot because at work, if you work in the same office, a lot of mistakes that people make is if that you work in the same office with everybody, you just think that everybody hears everything. And, but when you sit aside, uh, frequent one-on-one -on -one intentional time with each individual person as the leader, and you have specific things that you know, you need to ask them about, mm -hmm. like, where are we at with employees? Where are we at with clients? Where are we at with hiring? Where are these specific things? You actually find out a lot of information that you didn't know. And it's the same as your spouse, just because you live together and you guys are, you know, walking by each other, not all day because jobs and everything else, but mm -hmm. you are coming home doesn't mean you know everything that's going on. That's why Josh and I suggest on Sundays or Mondays, whatever day works for you, you sit down and you go over your schedule for the rest of the week. So there's no surprises. Yep. You guys can schedule out your intentional time. Then it should be, uh, you should also have intentional time in there for yourself. Like when are you going to be reading your Bible and praying and trying to elevate mm -hmm your own, you know, mind, body, and soul so that you can be a better spouse for your spouse. So all of these things are important to do. It is. And being intentionality. Yeah. And being intentional for your marriage is key. It really is. And the Bible does call us to do that, right? It's our most important. Christy mentioned it early on. It's the most important relationship that we have here on earth. Are we treating it as such? And I would mm -hmm. say the majority of us is that's a no. That truly is honestly a no. And oh, so- remember. So we have to ask ourselves, you know, am I, what am I doing? Am I spending easy time with my friends because it's easy, right? Or am I spending intentional time so I can have easy time with my spouse? I think that's such an important thing. Which, what, what, what is it that you remember now? I was going to make it a point. Josh and I are planning a family vacation in June. And yeah, a year from now. We, yeah, a year, next, next June. And we're going to go to Tennessee and we're going to run a cabin. Well, you can go down rabbit holes of cabins. <laughs> Okay. And Christy has this in her head of the perfect cabin. Okay. It's going to have a dining room table that will fit us all. And it's going to have the right size hot tub. And there's going to be an outdoor fire pit. And it'll be a kitchen that's big enough. And there's going to be exactly the, the direct amount of bed space and rooms that is going to accommodate everybody. Plus enough things within the cabin. And a view. And a view. Okay. <laughs> And all these cabins have the majority, and then usually you'll find one it won't have. So now it's like I made a couple of the boys that are home sit down and go over with them with us, the ones that we had picked out that I've just 
pined over. And they're like, well, I think we've decided on this one. And I'm just like, mm, I'm going to see if there's other things out there just in case. <laughs> and I found like three more. Oh, man. So, yeah. <laughs> That's the difference between girls and guys, though. So now Josh needs to be like, yeah, hot tub, see? Yeah, for real. Josh needs to... This is something that's intentional. That would mean a lot to me. It does make a difference. Us just not him being like, yeah, babe, whatever, pick what you want. That's intentionality in your marriage, though. That's what I wanted to bring up. So that he sits down, gives me the time to be like, okay, in his head, he's like, I know that we've already went over this 75 times, but she wants to go over it again. 75 more. (laughs) (laughs) I like to have everything just so. And so um, we're going to do that again. Later. Yeah, it is funny, though, because we both have analysis paralysis for different things, right? So there's different things that we each do it with. And you're right. We have to humble ourselves to yeah. our, you know, to our spouse and say, it's OK. Like this horse was probably dead 30 times ago and we're just going to keep railing on it. Right. We're just going to keep being saying and flipping it up. And it's like, you know, and that's fine. Like, I don't I really honestly don't care. Like, I really don't like if this is something that she cares this much about. And I know when she cares about something, she obsesses over it and she is obsessed over this, like massively obsessed over it. And that's awesome because she wants to make sure that this time is an amazing time. So I want to make sure that I'm prioritizing her in this situation and allowing her to be her in this situation. And I think in a lot of marriages, we kind of space out and say, just, just go do it. Just go. And then the, then the female or the male says, okay, I'm just going to call my friends then. They'll listen to me. Yeah. And they'll go over this with me 700 times. Mm-hmm. And then the guy's like, I don't even care. And guys, most don't care, but you should care. Right. And that's, that's where this is. This whole thing brings right about, right back around in full circle is you should care. Because for me, the excitement of looking and finding the right place with him is just as exciting as when we're there together. Because it's the process. The whole process of doing. It is. I love the process. So, girls' nights, guys' nights. They can be very damaging to your relationship. And if you're not strong in your relationship, it is something you definitely need to evaluate and make sure that your spouse understands your stance on it and don't just keep going on cruise control because it's just a matter of time. If you don't do it, if you don't stop, yeah, and, life, you don't, yeah. Yep, and you don't take care of it now. So I want to thank everybody for being here. You can go to joshandchristy.com. We got tons of stuff going on right now. You can go there, check it out. We have a marriage quiz, which is super fun. You can go there. It's free. Just take it. Find out what kind of successful marriage type that you are for your second marriage. You can do that. Also, if you haven't had an opportunity to share the episode, go ahead and hit the share button. If you're on Facebook, YouTube, do us a favor, hit like and subscribe so you can get the notifications for when we do post new material. And if you're on audio, do us a favor and please rate and review us on whatever platform that you are listening to us. I want to thank you so much for being here. We'll see you next week, uh, Tuesday at 7. Bye.